Yes! Hello, hello, and welcome to another Two Network Match Report with me, Adam. It's finished at the Vitality. Wow, what a finish to that game. It's finished. Bournemouth 2, Newcastle United 2 in the dying seconds of that game. Ex-Bournemouth player, this is the headline, ex-Cherry, Matt Ritchie, half follies, an absolutely spectacular slice shot into the top corner past Arta Boric and... Quite frankly, justice is done there. I think the draw was the fairest result. Um, it was a very, very even contest. It was a great game, actually. It was really, it was end-to-end. -end. I think both teams, it was basically just very, very interesting to see how both teams dealt with the, the blustery conditions. It would seem to be a, a, a you know, running theme of the, the entire match. Um, but yeah, let's, let's, let's start from the start. Honestly, that was absolutely sensational end. The, the, the Newcastle fans going into absolute raptures. It was brilliant. Absolute limbs. I'm sure I saw one guy sort of on, <laughs> just getting pinned down on the touchline because he tried to run onto the pitch. Hence his excitement. We don't condone that, but bloody hell, it really shows the emotion, doesn't it? Um, <laughs> so, um, Christ, just get me breath there. Um, so... Um, changes to the side. Diarmi came in um, for um, alongside Hayden, and obviously the enforced changes at the back with Shea's suspension, Lascelles' injury. We had Dummett came in, who had a very very solid. Uh, you know, I, th I thought Dummett was really really solid for most of the second half um, in the previous in the previous game against Everton, and Federico Fernandez came in. In the in the Lascelles role, the the no nonsense organising role, and um, yeah, we had we had we had the likes of sort of Kennedy, Muto, Shelby on the bench, Manquillo, Clark, sort of being recalled as well, and really um, we had a really really strong start to the game. We 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 looked sort of quite proactive. Um, that we were look we looked like we were going to try and take the game and maybe trying to. Still a bit more possession than we used to on the road, and you know possession's not really something that well, it's not something that really troubles Rafa Benitez, but you know it's it, it can always be an indicator of kind of the dominance of a team in a game. However, a lot of Rafa Benitez aside, and certainly like with, with Newcastle, it's kind of his games more more been about not necessarily the the possession, how long you have the ball for. It's what you do with the ball when you do have it, and being efficient with that. And and I think that's one of the hallmarks of this side. Uh, that Rafa Benitez has, 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 has compiled and, and, and built. So we, we we seem to be, you know, the, the front three were sort of like linking up well. Hayden, I know has got a couple of really sort of early challenges in on, on, on a couple of their players, and Brooks in particular, just sort of letting letting him know he's there, the old cliched, just give him one. And it wasn't, but in fairness to, to Hayden, his challenging was like really clean today. Um, Ryan Fraser, one of their big danger men, who would, he had been nursing a, he had been nursing a, you know, an injury from, um, you know, the the, the last game. Uh, so th this week it was kind of a bit. So I don't think he went he went at that game. I don't think he was massively hundred percent. Um, and you know, getting managing to sort of stifle. They were going to be the danger men. The likes of Brooks, the likes of. Um, Ryan Fraser, and obviously you've got Callum Wilson back. Josh King is always a always a threat as well. But it was it was it was Newcastle that took the game to them, and Hayden got a shot away early doors from from wide. Um, Almiron seemed to be sort of a lot more involved in this game today than than he sort of might have been in the last couple of games. Um, and yeah, it was just the first half. Like I say, was 
The whole, the whole half, but it, the, not a lot happened in the first half. Um, Bournemouth didn't manage any shots on target. Um, Newcastle did, um, and quite brilliantly uh, opened the scoring as well. But, but it was from a Bournemouth attack. Lots of corners. Um, it was about six apiece. Um, so fairly evenly matched again on the corner front. But it was, you know, it was a counter attack that Almiron broke free centrally. And basically he sort of found himself like kind of one-on-one, -on -one, but he was sort of pushed wide. But it was Jordan Ibe who had, who had chased him back and it was kind of persistent. He was having a couple of nibbles and then eventually Amaron went down. He, he drew the foul well. In, in terms of like the final foul, there wasn't really much in it, but it was just one of those where you can see that, yeah, yeah he's, he's, he's fouled him, he's brought him down. And, you know, Rondon's had a couple of free-kick efforts over the last couple of games it's sort of been a relatively new thing this to have a in terms of a right footer because obviously we've got Richie got armor on Shelby wasn't on the pitch and you kind of think well who's who's going to be taking a free kick from the you know from the left hand side and you know Dwight Gale managed it in you know in the, in the championship season for example against Norwich you remember that 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 curling free kick but you know since then like are we we don't really have any sort of you know, set piece specialist. You, you imagine Cher might be able to sort of knock one in from, from, from long range, but it was Rondon. Rondon steps up. Um, and whether it was a, a mixture of just kind of the, you know, there's these, these treacherous, blustery conditions that really, um, really gave the game character, I think, um, and gave this, this sort of like running narrative. Sort of like difficulty level hard with, with, with this swirling wind. It's just like, Hanging long balls up just suddenly meant, you know, complete chaos for, for both defences, really. But Rondon stepped up to this right at the end of the first half. Um, and it's just, it's just got it right. And, and, and in fairness, though, it's not quite in the corner. It is sort of slightly more central. And Boric does this thing, and I, I've watched it a few times, and I still don't understand it. And whether he was unsighted, and whether Rondon just did exactly what he... You know what he needed to do to score. You know he, he, the trajectory of the ball, perfect. But Rondon sw sw swung it over. Um, he's got it up and over the wall perfectly, and it's heading for it's heading in. And Boric has sort of gone for it, but he. D I just feel he could have then extended his arm, Boric, but he sort of doesn't. He sort of retracts it. It's very strange. Take a look at it and comment below. See what you think. But I kind of think Boric really should have. Maybe Boric was never getting to it, and maybe that's why he's just kind of ah, he's just he's already just conceded it's past him. But it seems a bit defeatist because I still maintain, even though he's kind of behind it and he's obviously Rondon's done him, I still think he probably could have made a better. He didn't. He doesn't. He's not at full stretch, Boric, which is why I'm kind of drawing attention to this. So that was quite strange, but you know I'm not complaining. And Rondon just peels away. Federico Fernandez was like. Yeah! And, you know, all going over the corner. It's an absolutely beautiful strike, and, and Rondon, what a! I mean, we have to, we have to sign him. We have to sign him permanently. I mean, there's, I don't think there's been any doubt for the last six months now. But we, we, we can't afford to let this player go. He wants to come here. I think he's moved his family here anyway. We have to. He has to be the the second sign of the season behind Rafa Benitez. He's absolutely genius, and he and he's so integral to how we are able to play the way we play. Um. So, I mean, what a, what, you know, perfect time to stop, you know, to, the cliched perfect time to score just before half-time. Suddenly Eddie Howe's got, you know, got to kind of rally his troops and, 
you know, by the end of the half, he's got Ryan Fraser who sort of twisted his ankle. Um, it was a clean challenge from Isaac Hayden. It was just, he kind of slipped a bit and, and his, his ankle jarred. You got Brooks sort of in a crumpled heap on the floor. Um, and I don't think that's kind of, I don't think it was kind of intentionally, you know, going hard on their, you know, you know, quick young talents, but it was, it was a physical game and, and maybe it wasn't quite for, you know, the likes of Fraser and, 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 and Brooks and, there was, you know, we saw little bursts from Fraser. We, you had this run that sort of went down the left-hand side in the first half, but again, we didn't really see, we didn't really see that creativity from Fraser or Brooks, in fact, that sort of has has given Bournemouth so many goals. Um, you know, they they they've been really really impressive players, and I think Brooks has been one of the stories of this season. I think he's been absolutely fantastic, but. Again, we kept him in check, and Hayden, you know, kept, you know, it, so between them, Hayden and Diarmi formed this guard in front of the back three. You know, the, the, a back three that you know not necessarily used to playing with each other. Lejeune playing on the the right hand side rather than is more, uh, you know, the more f familiar left hand side that's been in recent uh, weeks and months. So, you know, going into half time, one nil up. Slight surprise, but it was you know it was fairly even. There wasn't much to sort of speak of in terms of the first half, but you know brilliant to go ahead. But then going back into the second half, immediately um, conceding a, a penalty, and it was it was Federico Fernandez who who made an unnecessary challenge. I feel on Nathan Ake. Ball came in. Fernandez has sort of lost his man. He then gets his man again, and he's. He's doing this, and he he's sort of in isolation. Yeah, it's 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 a, it's a foul. Therefore, it must be a penalty. But it's the kind of challenge, and again, you'll it sounds cliche. It's the kind of challenge you'll see twenty times a game, um, go unpunished in the box. Happens all the time. This kind of coming together, and it wasn't massively obvious. It was uh, no, that, that's slightly unfair. It was obvious, but I felt it was very very soft. It was a very very weak uh, decision. Um, had the referee just kind of gone, nah, not enough in it for me. I, I don't think there would have been that many complaints. And and, and 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 having in mind that in the second half, later on in the second half, I think it was either King or, or, or Jordan Ibe, pulled on Rondon's arm. He goes down. And it's like, well, the first one was, you know, was probably was a foul, but it was very soft. But then that wasn't given. So where's, where are the thresholds? What? what where are these decisions being made on? What's the context that Mike Dean's sort of created here? I'm not sure. Um, and there was another decision towards the end of the game, which I'll get into uh, in a bit. But again, just very strange. I mean, Mike Dean on the whole, not much controversy at all. Obviously, so penalty was given. Uh, Josh King stepped up and, you know, again, wasn't a particularly brilliant penalty. He just, Dubravka went the wrong way. Had Dubravka gone the right way, you would say how poor a penalty it was from Josh King. It wasn't in the corner, um, wasn't particularly powerful. He just passed it in. It was just one of those that he just maybe give the Bravka the eyes, and that's where the skill and craft is. Fair play. One one. And you just think that's a that's that's a kick in the teeth. You know we haven't really been ahead in terms of real game time for longer than a couple of minutes, really. So you know that was a massive blow. <laughs> no no wind pun intended. But you know, and then Bournemouth got their <laughs> Bournemouth got a second wind, wind in their sails. I, I, I honestly, I will definitely try to stop this. The second half definitely wasn't a breeze for Newcastle's defence. Um, 
no Dwight Gale in this game, of course. Um, I'm done with the wind puns, I promise you, I promise you. Um, um, so, there was, again, corners coming in, you know, it was, it was ball coming, getting, ball came out to the edge of the box, got knocked in, and suddenly, like, you know, the, the keepers, the keeper came, and, the, you know, the ball's got, the ball's up there to be won on the, sort of in the edge of the six-yard box, Callum Wilson, with a really powerful header, just loops it over to Bravka, and Paul Dummett, you have to see this, basically an overhead kick clearance off the line, and it's, I mean, the ball's over the line, it doesn't go in, and suddenly, they, and then after that, um, as a sort of like, a, a, a quite a forceful challenge on a header, and the, and the referee blows his whistle, and the whole stadium, the whole stadium thinks he's given, it's a goal decision to system, that, it, that, that, it's, that it's crossed the line, so Bournemouth fans start kind of celebrating, um, and nobody really knows what's going on, but then a couple of seconds later, it's very evident that it's been given as a free kick to Newcastle. But you know that that this was after the clearance from Dummett, so the, the clearance from Dummett absolutely integral, um, so crucial, um, and he's and he's cleared it off the line and, and saved his team. It was it was absolutely brilliant from Paul Dummett, and, and he was the captain today, and I thought he had he had a, an absolutely excellent game. Um, unfortunately. His, uh, his 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 defensive partner, um, one of the, th the three partners, was uh, was Federico Fernandez, who unfortunately, having given away the penalty for the for the first goal, was you know um, gave, basically give away the ball for the second goal as well. So he, he sort of made a challenge. He, he sort of had the ball in possession, but made a very very weak attempt to sort of should have just cleared it, just absolutely smashed it away. But he tried to kind of take the ball into control. Solanke, who had been a second half substitution, came on, and you know this was kind of this was this turned into then schoolboy kind of defender. There was four of them, ball watching, all sort of like trying to block Solanke's route to goal. All the while, you had a couple of Bournemouth players on the edge of the box, just just waiting, just completely unmarked. One of them was Josh King, had already scored, and he was able to have the ball laid off to him, no problem. Nobody's anywhere near him, and just sort of curls the ball past to Bravka. This is like. Kind of about 10 minutes to go, or 15 minutes to go if you include um, stoppage time. And you just think, bloody hell, man, that honestly really poor. From given that going into this game this weekend, we had the sixth best defense in the Premier League. It's been two errors from a, from a player, Fernando, you know, Federico Fernandez, who you know I was really excited to see back in the side because he'd been good, and, and, and maybe it's just rustiness because. He hasn't even come on as a sub for a, for a very very long time, so you have to put it down to a lack of game time, because he's usually a lot more dependable and reliable than this. Or maybe it was the conditions, or whatever it was, and, and that, that's sort of something else to think about. But just think two 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 errors from from Fernandez has kind of cost us two goals here, and I don't want to lambast him too much, but he was at the heart of those, and hopefully, if Lascelles is going to continue to be out, and Rafa will have to work with Fernandez and just get him, you know. But he, he'll, he'll be a lot less rusty having come through 90 minutes and, you know, we have to... It's the best, one of the best defenders we have, so we, you know, I've, I've got no doubt that he'll improve and Rafa will iron out those those tweaks, absolutely. But you just kind of think that, you know, Josh King's swept it into the, in the corner, basically the same corner that he scored the penalty into. Dubravka got no chance, really. Um... And it was just Bournemouth kept knocking on the door, but again, they just weren't getting enough shots on target. Neither were Newcastle in fairness. And 
in other words, both played through. Dummett tried to, I mean, Dummett made a couple of really good sliding challenges just to sort of, you know, as, as almost as last man. But there's one that got past him and, and sort of uh, Dubravka shouted for it, cleared the ball on the edge of the box and he, he just got a bit, bit of a knock on his ankle, Dubravka, and he, he wondered for a, for a split second whether he was going to have to come off. Thankfully he stayed on, but you just worry just, again, how in, how important players like Rondon or Dubravka are to this side and the, and the, and, and the you know, the very delicate balance that we have in, in terms of quality. Because, you know, if Dubravka, you know, goes off injured, we've got Carl Darlow, and, and, I, and I certainly wouldn't have fancied him in these conditions commanding a, a box, which he's not very, I don't think is his strength at the best of times. But, you know, Shelby came on after the goal for um, Diame, and Muto came on for, for, for Almiron, Atsu would come on for Perez a little bit earlier, but, you know, hadn't really done... He was kind of on the right-hand side, and you just think, in conditions like this, get a cross in. Make the defenders, like, get it in the air, let the wind sort of do its work, let it swirl around. But he kept just trying to get it back on his left foot, and he was he was frustratingly um, slow and hesitant in getting those crosses in. And, and it really annoyed me, because we, we got had opportunities with Rondon, a great header of the ball... Not getting any, not getting any of that uh, service. You know, R Richie worked really, really hard today. Obviously, against his his old club, um, battled really hard. Was tenacious, trying to get a few early whipped crosses in. Again, like you know, remembering the the, the brilliant headed goal that you know Rondon scored in the reverse fixture back in St James's Park. You know, Richie trying to look for that early ball to 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 catch that you know their defence unawares, and they were without the likes of Adam Smith and uh, Steve Cook. And they had a bit of a, a rookie in the centre of defence, so it was just trying to get the, you know, trying to exploit that as best as best as he can. Because you know, Nathan Aki's, you know, he's had a couple of seasons in the Premier League, but he's still relatively, you know, still learning his trade. He's still relatively wet around the ears. Um, and, and and you know, Shelby came on, but but after Shelby came on, we had a, we had an opportunity. Atsu did well, in fairness, to, to to win a free kick just to the the side of the box uh, on the touchline, like on the byline, and. Uh, Richie, I don't know what he was attempting, but he just, he missed everybody. He almost like he was trying to have a shot, but it just whipped it. And it was such a waste. And the difference in quality last last weekend against Everton, from the corners, for example, where Shelby took them instead of Richie, and the delivery was so much better. And you just wonder, like, why why, why he wasn't doing that? Um, why Shelby didn't sort of just come in and take that on? It was a, it was a, it was a, it was a very frustrating... I was, I was dead annoyed with Richie. But obviously, Matt Richie... Loves to prove me wrong, time and time again, and guess what, he did it again, with pretty much the last kick of the game, as I said at the, the top of the programme. <laughs> Ball comes out to Yedlin on the right-hand side, I mean, we're just basically throwing the kitchen sink here, I mean, we're just throwing everything at it, we're deep into stoppage time, we're like four minutes into stoppage time, it's it's, it's last throw of the dice, Ball gets swirled in, misses everyone's head, it comes down to, Richie gets ahead of his man, crucially, and... The ball just straight from the head and over the top and just lands and Richie catches this half volley with the outside of his left foot and it just spins right into the top corner past Boric and it is an absolutely incredible moment and and, and, and honestly no less than, than than we deserved in terms of a draw if you look at the stats if you look at the if, you know from watching the game we I don't think either side. Deserve to lose that in a way. I think had any side won that, it would have been a bit fortuitous. So I think you know. I mean, Eddie Howe is—he's <laughs> absolutely devastated at the end. He really is devastated. Um, but 
again, I don't think you can begrudge that because another big decision that I wanted to mention, as I mentioned before, was you know a couple of minutes before Richie's incredible strike in the top court. Like absolutely, I'm so delighted for him, especially against his old club and going back there. And he did get a good reception there. In fairness to the to the Bournemouth fans, but what what way to to sort of get him equalised? It was emphatic, and I think that's the best way to describe it. It was just an emphatic half volley. Um, an absolutely sort of sensational it was just brilliant end of the game and just brilliant for entertainment brilliant for the neutral I imagine just in, in terms of the way that finished but there was there was a moment where the um, the ball came across the ball came across the, the, the six yard box and it was the uh, it was the, the young rookie who um, I will remember his name in a second don't worry I'll go and, I'll go and find out um, and he basically pass, he tries to he, the ball comes across and he's facing goal and he basically side foots it towards goal he's basically on the six yard box he side foots it towards goal he sort of like cushions it and it it's a pass it's not it didn't come off the wrong part of his foot that he intended it absolutely came off the part of his foot that he intended it came off his instep so that's what he meant to do and the ball was going towards goal it was on target and Boric saves it with his hands which if that's a back pass, that's you know that, that you can't do that. And I don't know what the I don't know what the rule's supposed to be. I know I know it's a, it's a law that is very very seldom enforced in the Premier League. It's it's almost never given like back passes. When was the last back pass you remember being given? Like you can't. And it's almost just like referees have kind of forgotten. You know what the what the precedent is because it's he. Like I say, he cushions it with his instep, so he does exactly what he means to do. It's not like he comes off his toe or the outside of his boot or he, sp or he skews it or spins out of... It's it's absolutely what was intended to do. He probably didn't mean to do it as hard, but then that's not that's nobody's fault. That's not Newcastle player's fault. That's that's him not being able to be talented enough to cushion it. Um. So it sort of became a pass heading into goal and, and referee doesn't give anything. I would love to see if anyone else picks this up because for me, if the law for back pass is an intentional pass backwards towards the goalkeeper, he's not allowed to use his hands, let alone pick it up, he's not allowed to use his hands, which he does in this case, Arthur Boric, and then that's that was that was just allowed and play continued. So is there is there something I'm missing with this law? If anyone again comment below. Is any is there anything missing with this law that I've just completely missed? Because if that wasn't a back pass, surely there's no such thing as a back pass. It was an intentional movement with the instep, and he guided the ball backwards to the keeper, and the keeper says with his hands, and you can't do that. How you can't do that? And we had players there, ready to get you know if it, if 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 Boric was to save it with his head or his chest or whatever, because he can't use his hands in that situation by the letter of the law. Check it. We had players there that could have tapped it in, but we didn't get the opportunity to. Obviously, that doesn't sort of doesn't matter now because we, we, we equalised a couple of minutes later and had the back pass been given, Richie wouldn't have scored because of you know linear time and stuff. But it's 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 something to be aware of and something that we've possibly Bournemouth got away with. So I honestly think that the game was a really entertaining one. The wind made it just sort of just a bit rad, really. Um, great support from the away fans, especially at the end. The celebrations, the limbs were. Really impressive. It was incredible. Uh, I, I'd, I'd have loved to have, have been there. Knew a few people there from True Faith, so uh, I'll be getting uh, 
first-hand reports from them of, uh, of of how you know how many phones and you know wallets that they've lost in that sort of final celebration. Totally worth it, though, I'm sure. But yeah, that was uh, it. Was a pretty sweet way to end to end that game. Um, it's another point, which means we're up in uh, 35 points, which I think, yeah, we're sailing now, aren't we? We're, we're, we can start planning for next season. We really can. It's 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 a phenomenal run that we're on at the minute, and it continues. Fair result, fair draw, great entertainment. Rondon, Matt Ritchie, 2 2. I've been Adam of the Two Network. You've been watching. Please subscribe. Please share with your friends if you like what you see. Um, if you listen to this on audio, please give us five star reviews and subscribe wherever you're listening to on SoundCloud, iTunes, wherever it might be. I've been Adam of the Two Network, and I'm bloody delighted with that. Catch you later. Bye, easy bye.